Hey, no, no, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 97 and a half. Uh, we apologize for not having anything out last week. Uh, we had a pretty nice episode lined up with some really cool dudes, and we went to edit, and the recording was junk. Uh, there was really nothing, nothing, nothing more to say about it, unfortunately. It was... A, I thought one of uh, one of our better episodes, um, but it, it just didn't work out. So, unfortunately, Luke's been pretty busy trying to uh, figure out all of his shit for our Good Evening Ranch trip, which is fast approaching. And uh, you know, we we didn't have a backup. We, we it was sort of just hit with a whirlwind of uh, worst possible scenarios all all the way around. Usually, we have two recordings. That week, we only had one. Um, so, unfortunately, it is what it is. We apologize for our, our lack of, um, uh, yeah. episode last week. I know a bunch of people were mad, or not mad, but I guess sad, maybe mad. Maybe JB was probably mad, but, um. I got, you know, I got some pretty hateful texts saying that we're <laughs> trash, you know? Saying that we have one job and we couldn't even do that, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we, we did. We <laughs> really did drop the ball. Tom. We, we. It's upsetting because, like, the whole episode was great, but there was a line, like a good two-minute just monologue from one of the guests. I don't know if will we share the guests who was going to be on or not. Either way, one of the guests had a really good, like, inspirational thing he said. It was actually, like, one of the most genuine things I've heard on this podcast, and it's just trash. Like, it was kind of my call to say that the episode was scrapped, and... I just couldn't release it. It sounded so terrible. It sounded like the the mic was at the end of a cave and we were talking at the mouth of it. Like it just was it was bad. Sadly. Although you you really hit the nail on the head, Cody, with that being probably one of the best things to ever be said on the nearly hundred episodes that we've done. Yeah. yeah. It's it, was it is upsetting. That, that shit made me feel good. <laughs> he'll be happy to hear that uh, yeah he listens i forgot but um but yeah we're hoping to not have that happen again i mean we're trying to get better with every episode and i mean we're still trash so don't expect too much but yeah we're sorry that, you know all said and done we're sorry yep we will try to have both those guys were super interesting uh it was i, I mean honestly i think i i, I know <sighs> I'm just going to fucking say it. We had, Sam, naked and afraid, was had wet feet about coming on. He wouldn't come on without uh, his plasma daddy. So, uh, you know, we had them both on, and honestly, both those guys could be an episode by themselves. I know, you know, Sam was kind of iffy about whether he could do that, and we've had a bunch of people. Surprisingly, you know, there's a lot of really humble people out there who are really fucking cool and, uh, you know, just don't, uh, don't want to talk about it, and it's sad sometimes so yeah well, I, think we'll, I think we'll try to get them both on either together or separate i will we'll figure out what the plan is uh, obviously we'll probably it's, do separate yeah. sadly it's it's tough to get people to especially when you've got two guests to, from two different parts of the country in different states you know trying to meet up with us all of us in different fucking areas uh it just doesn't <laughs> know it, you know it's a miracle we record anything at all so <laughs> True, <laughs> fucking true. <laughs> so, it's a miracle anything gets done, really. <laughs> if, if we can, 
make the stars align again with with all six of us. We will we will try. Uh, otherwise, definitely expect to see those guys um, on as as separate guests in the future. I think def they both definitely warrant their own episode if they would like to do so. Um, and hell, I mean, Cody, maybe we take that monologue and put it in a post just because there will it'll never be recreated, and it was absolutely beautiful. I don't know if we, like, just post that on Instagram or something and uh, with a picture of... Um... You know what we could do? We could... So, I, I you know, I have this picture of, of Sam standing in the middle of AOP holding a beer, and he's, like, just, like, rocking out. I could take that and then over effect an american flag waving and then put his like monologue in i think that'd be pretty sick i think that that would be amazing that might be the only way we can uh memorialize it so uh i don't know we'll we'll play around with that it definitely deserves (laughs) to be heard or read or whatever the fuck we end up doing with it uh yeah i guess we should probably talk to sam and make sure he consents to us using his monologue but other than that uh Oh yeah. no, he he signed the consent form before the podcast. We're good. We're, <laughs> we can dub over anything we want to make him sound as ridiculous as possible. He he signed the form. Oh, poor dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, sad stuff. But moving forwards, yep. moving forwards. What's new on the old docket for everybody? What's happening lately? Well, I, I'll I'll go first. I have we've been chugging along. I, I know nobody's heard about the green thing in a minute. Uh, it's not that I've forgotten about it or I don't want to be working on it. Although I am sad that I didn't finish it in time, as we've already covered. Uh, I had a guy bugging me about working on his YJ for uh, since probably like when we first pulled the green one in and I told him, you know, I'd kept pushing him back. Cause like, Hey, I need to, I need to finish this green, green buggy thing. I'm trying to get this done by this date. After that, we'll pull you in. Obviously I messed up the green buggy date, but I'd still been you know, talking to this dude and I, I didn't want to push him off anymore. Uh, just, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, you start feeling bad when you you're like, Oh yeah, I'll do it here. I'll do it then. And then, you know, your timeline gets pushed back and it's like, fuck, well, now I can't do it now. So I finally had to draw a line and be like, okay, bring it in. We'll work on it. We'll get things squared away for you. Um, so the buggy has been put on the side for now. I'm still doing little things here and there to it, but I haven't had a ton of time to like fully dig into it to finish what we need. I'm hoping... Uh, I probably won't have a ton of time next week because I'll be prepping my Jeep for good evening. I've got a bunch of crap to fix on that, which we'll get to maybe, I don't know, it's nothing crazy um, other than a four-link, but I'm not doing a four-link before uh, good evening. Um, Why not? Because, uh, first off, I have no parts, and uh, I don't want to do it yet. So. <laughs> Uh, Himes well, alone will cost them eighteen grand. Oh no, know? I have half the Himes because uh, you know I didn't end up. Sean didn't end up using all of them on his. He didn't need to, so I have saved the cost for him, and I've since purchased them from him. Uh, so I technically have a bunch of Himes. Probably not enough. I'd still need a few more, but that is like one piece of the puzzle. I have one part. Um, but anyways, back to I'll just skim over what what we're doing on this YJ. It came in. It was pretty. It was close to done. He had. Uh, he needed shocks and shock mounts because the axles are. I think it's got a 44 front and an eight and a quarter rear, or sorry, eight eight rear. Um, 
so we threw shock tabs on that, cleaned up the axles a little bit. There were some older tabs that you know were just left over on it that we cleaned up and removed. Um, it needed. It's got the the moto built boat side um, armor on it, which is pretty slick oh. stuff. I mean, it's a nice looking jeep. Yeah. But uh, the from what I understand, it was one of the first moto built boat side YJ kits, so there wasn't a lot of um, instructions on how to cut, and they didn't at the time sell the oh, internal God. floor panel to like clean up the edge because you have to cut you cut the body like you're cutting the corner of the body of the tub oh, off. Oh shit! The, yeah, the corner of the oh. tub goes away, and you put this boat right. side armor on, and that sort of clamps it all down. Um, I respect his commitment level. That if it's cutting into the body, goddamn. Yeah. So I mean, it was it goes hacked up a little bit. Um, and we, I should have told him to buy the, the moto built, um, like patch panel, I guess you can call it that runs the whole side. But, uh, person, I mean, I don't work on Wranglers very often, so I didn't know the moto built catalog. I didn't realize they made the thing. Should have just told him to buy it and we would have welded it in. Uh, but it, we didn't do that. He needed a floor pan anyways on the driver's side, typical YJ shit. So uh-huh. we put a floor pan in and just, uh, fixed up the floors, you know, on the boat side and sort of, you know, where it was rotting in the tub close by. It's not really too, too bad other than the spots that we fixed. There's like a little bit of rot here and there, but you know, for a YJ, it's the frame is really fucking clean for, for what it is. <laughs> Which um, is surprising alone. Yeah. And, and we were actually talking about that yesterday. He was like, yeah, you, I was going to seal the holes up. I was like, we well, shouldn't seal the holes up because then water can't get out. Uh, but then I was, he was like, well, it doesn't matter anyways because there's no holes in the bottom, so it just sits in there. And I was like, shit. Oh. Uh, you're right. So that's why I didn't... I know TJs were bad, and I didn't... I, I guess it makes sense that YJs would have the same problem. You'd think they'd learn after how many fucking vehicles, because I'm pretty sure the YJ frame and the CJ frame is very similar to put some fucking holes it's in the bottom. Almost exactly the same. All right? Yeah, you'd think they'd put yeah. holes in the bottom to actually drain it. You know, the the off-road vehicle that is probably going to see water and mud and uh, gross stuff inside <laughs> the frame. Yeah, it doesn't need drain holes. <laughs> just, no, just God, no, up. that's... Never. Pack that shit full of dirt. Yeah. Making it lighter? That's not American. Come on, <laughs> Graham. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, so, uh, so, but that's been a fun change of pace. Um, we've been doing other little stuff on it. Uh, we're throwing an e-brake in it. He wanted an e-brake. Uh, it didn't have, and he wants it, he wanted a lever versus the foot panel thing. Um, just preference, I guess. <laughs> and I think we'll make it That's work. That's odd. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little unique, but you know, we'll take it. That's we'll a very odd request. I mean, I, how would you even start that process? Well, what we're doing is we're using a KJ e-brake okay. because the KJ e-brake um, what the fuck's a KJ? Jeep Liberty. KJ's Liberty. Oh, gotcha. Uh, and the, uh, <laughs> Richie, I'm sure like half the people listening were like, "What the fuck is a KJ?" As well, so you're you know you're not wrong. <laughs> you're good, not question. Wrong good question. That. Good question. Keep them coming. <laughs> I, I wasn't concerned about a stupid question. I generally did not know. <laughs> we talked to a guy with a KJ, but it's fine, Richie. I don't know where you I were. I wasn't but... <laughs> there for that episode. Oh, oh really? Were you not? I'm... I'm just a piece of no. shit. I'm sorry, buddy. Fucking talking shit and you don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, so we, we have the, the Jeep Liberty handle, which is actually pretty nice. It's got four bolts. We'll be able to bolt it to the floor with those. Um, 
the actual e-brake cable, the, the equalizer is right at the end. And I, from, I've played around with it, and I'm 90% sure that the adjuster on that e-brake is actually in the handle. Like you know how normally in like a Cherokee or something, you've got that stupid nut that you've got to crank to like yeah. tighten the equalizer up if you actually want tight e-brakes when you put new cables and shit in. Not that anybody does; uh-huh. everybody just cuts them out. But yep. if you do actually want one, a lot of e-brakes work like that with those things. And maybe new cars are mostly like this, but uh, I don't know. I'd never seen one before. I guess I'm not. Well, KJs are disc rear, right? Yes. So it makes sense for the adjustment to be off of the. Uh... Or not inside that. No, no, no. I mean, it still probably has an adjuster not in there. I'm just saying the equalizer, like oh. to equalize the two ends. And there's an adjustment. Oh, for gosh, the, gotcha. There's adjustment yeah. for the slack on the cable. And that's always at this middle joint right near the equalizer, usually on the single uh, line that comes out. But since the KJ1 is so short, because it goes in the trans tunnel, and I guess the lines just go to either end of the axle in the back, um, it's kind of neat because the handle itself has the adjuster. It's self-adjusting. There's a big-ass huh. spring on the handle that'll wrap the cable into a certain length, but it's also, it must be connected with some mechanisms. So when you pull it, it locks it. So it'll tighten itself so it's taut, but not tight, and then you pull the handle and it tightens. And you put it down and it doesn't stay tight because it's, you know, that, at that point I think it's mechanically connected. But the spring will pull in all the slack. So you've got probably about six inches worth of adjustment just out of this, this, um, this lever itself. Because we were looking at the... He got a an e-brake kit that we were going to throw on, you know, just one of the generic aftermarket ones to adapt everything to work. You usually would use an aftermarket handle for that, but we don't even need the um, the equalizer bit and the adjuster on that because the thing does it itself. We'll just be able to take the e-brake lines, trim them to what they need to be lengthwise, and then throw it on this KJ e-brake and call it a day kind of funky weird tech but oh. uh you know so what made you go with the kj was it just luck that there was one laying around or is uh, it something well, that he I, researched when or? we when we were talking initially uh about the whole project and the e-brake and all that i i think he had mentioned it and i have actually i mean i dealt with the e-brake i knew that the uh, equalizer was right there at the very back of the e-brake lever because way back when I pulled an axle uh, out of a Liberty for the disc brakes on the eight and a quarter, uh, that plan never came into fruition, but... Something said 44s in the rear, like 44 C's or something no, like that. No, 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 that's, the, that's the, those are the Grand Wagon years that have those. Oh, yep. okay. The, the that. aluminum ones, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. no liberties are weird because they've got the eight and a quarter. Remember, we talked about this all in the um on the KJ episode. We talked about no, like, I wasn't here. What are you talking about? You weren't there for are the Richie? KJ episode. No, we were. I was just I was pulling a Richie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't uh, confuse me like that, man. <laughs> I mean, they're 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 so funky because they have like some really like pretty desirable like manual parts and like the rear axles, a disc brake eight and a quarter with coil springs i'm pretty sure and that weird uh like y-link yeah y-link part of me yeah um like some pretty nifty parts like if i was gonna do a stock jeep swap and like change things up i might pull a kj axle i don't know what the downsides are i'm sure there's something but i mean like i think they're short i think they're narrow but i can't be totally wrong that's just me guessing they make spacers for a reason so fair yeah, fair enough. Know. But anyways, that's my KJ tech 
e-brake thing. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, it's... Uh, what else are we doing? I mean, the floor pans and the shocks and that alone. Uh, just some other little, like, tidying up bullshit. His pitman arm was, like, walking around, so we changed that out, put a new pitman on it. Or put a used pitman that I had. Some, I, you know, if I didn't have a spare Cherokee pitman arm floating around, I don't even know if I could call myself a Cherokee person. But I had uh, one. Should have called me. Yeah. Well, I had one too. So we just used that one. Now it's nice. Drilled that puppy out. He's got some pretty nice aluminum steering on it already. It'll be, it'll be nice. I'm excited to see how it drives. He he hasn't driven it in quite a while. He was uh, it's sort of been on and off project that he's had and um he had some people working on it he's been working on it and he just needed somebody to do the you know the finish welding and stuff on it so hopefully that's done probably tomorrow night i'm hoping there's really not much left oh, to yeah. do just bleed the brakes and uh run those e-brake stuff or e-brake lines and mount it which is uh, I don't expect to take me too long but that's what's been taking up all my time uh which is all nice, but I do need to work on mine. But uh, I'll, I'll leave an intermission on my bullshit. Who wants to? Who wants to talk about something dumb? It'll, it'll get done the night before. We know that. I know. We don't even need to. Oh, well, that, that's part of the reason why I've been trying to low key hint to Graham that I will happily get my ass up to his place whenever he wants me oh, to for next free week. Labor. You ready to work till we fucking leave in the morning? Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. I, I was even telling that to my dad. <laughs> yeah, fucking, you're like the definition of a last minute person. Yeah. And yeah. I Jacob, won't be surprised if we're working on the Jeep until it gets loaded on the trailer. Yeah. And Jacob uh, has, has already told me that uh, he will not be helping me <laughs> <laughs> till past two o'clock. He, he oh, said, that's good. He said, "He said I don't, I don't care if the tire's not on. I don't care if all I have to do is bolt the tire on. Like I'm done. I'm just walking away." Like, <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, <laughs> okay, that's fair enough." Uh, but I mean, he's helped me every fucking time, so I don't blame him for 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 drawing the line and be like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna leave." Uh, cause I mean, he almost has it rougher than I do. Sometimes we'll be there till five in the morning and then I'll go and, you know, drive my sleepy ass to wherever the fuck we're going. And he's got to drive two hours home. Like, blah, like two hours. Yeah. More than that. Why does he just sleep at the shop? Uh, he doesn't have a hammock, I guess. I don't know. He could rent mine. 10 bucks an hour. That sounds terrible. He was... <laughs> Hold on. So you're telling me. Wait a second. So the night that you guys stayed up until like 5 a.m. working on Sean's, Most times. he then had to drive two hours home? Yep. Kid's an animal. Uh, what? Yeah. You didn't. You definitely knew this. You're just not paying attention. You probably weren't there for that episode either. <laughs> no, I knew that he had to drive. I just didn't think it was two hours. Like I just finally put it in perspective in my head. Like, holy shit. Yes, sir. That's he, a far he ride. He drives quite a bit. So, yeah. Uh, Love him. Got so, to uh, got to help him get that red shit box. How often does he ready. actually come down to the shop? He's there pretty often, a couple times a week. He's got other and priorities up. Renegade. His, yeah, he's got other priorities up up where he's at in Maine, but uh, he he makes it down pretty frequently for the distance and drive, and you know, huh. just to to help get things done. So, 
Wow, I'm impressed. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's something, all right. I I can't give him enough credit. Okay, do we want to talk about um, me not doing a four link now? I guess since sure. nobody yeah, else is any, nobody else has anything to add. I was trying to give <laughs> you guys a chance to stop me from just going on and on for another hour, but. Um, yeah, I guess we'll go into that. I got a bunch of shit from all the cool kids with four links. They're like, you should just put four link in and be done with it. I was like, yes, of course, that's what I would like to do. But at the same time, uh, I wheel more than two times a year, Curtis. And um, <laughs> I, I literally like, just finished dealing with my fucking front end. I kind of wanted it to just work. And I don't really want to have to put it down for another four months of hating myself and my wallet hating me uh trying well, to get the weird done hmm? that's what winter's i kind of so want to can... do like winter wheeling for once i like kind of want to <laughs> not just like have my jeep sit without an axle or something like critical underneath it so i can actually enjoy like a season of winter wheeling with the thing uh it's been it's been several years i know it's overrated yeah, but it's... it's still fun like Battlegrounds was the last time I went snow wheeling. Yeah, and it was fun. It was a ton of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah Richie blew his radiator. I, I, I was just going to say fun for some people. Yeah, we'll just carry Dude, You had a great time. Oh, yeah. You were smiling the whole time you were swapping that stupid thing out. And you even brought a spare. You're like, haha, good thing we brought the spare. <laughs> I did not bring a spare that time. I thought you had. Oh, what? Nope. Oh, I thought you had what? the spare one. Oh, man, you just made my story well, way less funny. That is the incident that made me start bringing spare radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you trailered it on Luke's trailer that day. Yeah, so that's, that's what nice. it was. You trailered yeah. it. That, that, that was a, that's what it was, was a last-minute decision by Luke. He kind of overrid my decision of driving uh, is what made me get home. I mean, that being Good. said, you can swap one of those radiators in, like, 15 minutes. It's really not too oh, bad. Oh, God, if that. Yeah, easy. So, I mean, that would have never been... had to do one because I don't have radiator issues. I don't either, but I no, put one up. I, uh... And, uh, I, we were literally buying a fucking... Oh, this is when we were buying the, the Jeep we used to... I don't know if I've told this story. We bought the Jeep uh, to put my transmission in, um, in my Jeep. We It was a... Uh, 89 two-door Cherokee painted like OD green with the back chopped off like kind of like the green buggy uh, kind of like Sean's green buggy Um, yeah and it was on the road it had 35s um, old body style like I said I think it was was 89 or something like that it was like right on the cusp of having the the old old body yeah it was right on the cusp of having the AX15 or the uh, the Peugeot and uh, I remember being very scared when I was I bought it off my buddy for like 300 bucks and was like shit. Did I just buy a tra- or the Jeep with the like shitty transmission that Jeep nobody transition? wants? <laughs> I was very worried. Um, but yeah, we <laughs> we drove my Jeep down to get it, and you know, we bought it right there. He didn't spend that much on it. And then the first thing Dave does after he gets the keys, he's like okay, where's the closest trail? Like, I want to go test it. So we went to, like, this little 
uh, like, little dirt road thing almost, and somehow I popped my fucking radiator. Uh, <laughs> fortunately, I think there's a picture of this moment, isn't yes, there? Yes, there one? is. Not of yeah, the radiator actually... popping, but of the rate of the Jeep being of the radiator being swapped. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. fortunately, the new Jeep came with a spare radiator. So we just put what? that radi- the spare radiator went in my Jeep and then we drove home. Uh and then that Jeep was uh that thing was fucking hilarious. I loved it. Uh it it had a no, it didn't even have a push button. He was using three wires to start it. He had the starter, ignition, and power wire. So he'd twist the starter or the power and the ignition together and then tap the starter wire on where he'd twisted the other two together to start the thing and oh keep it running. Oh my fucking um, god. Yeah, he drove it through Salem as it was, um with a helmet on, because, you know, uh why not? Um multiple times. What the Never got fuck? in trouble. It was a I don't know, it was a surreal time of my life uh those those days <laughs> we bought some stupid shit uh and would just drive it around and it would not even close to looking legal uh and never got shit for it <laughs> like we're talking like it didn't have like a back like there was no fabrication done to this thing it was just chopped like just half a roof oh, the no. back like a little truck bed and no tailgate so you're just like looking straight through <laughs> like to the back seats it was the stupidest thing ever but it was and this hilarious. was pizza slot's old jeep right yeah this was pizza slave's jeep it was dave uh, sli- slave not slut <laughs> <laughs> yeah that thing was a good time uh eventually he oh and i think the windshield was cracked too i forget it was. It had a big old smashed. I don't know. Maybe that was me. Maybe I was trying to take the windshield out and I had to smash it up. I don't oh, remember. Jesus. But yeah. Either way, I bought the thing from him. Uh, after there was some drama between his buddy buying it because he or something like that, and then he realized that it wasn't even close to daily drivable. Not that it couldn't. Dave was doing it. Dave was driving the thing everywhere. But this kid was too scared to. <laughs> so and i ended up somehow acquiring it for like 400 bucks uh i parked it in my parents driveway without you know i don't even think i gave them much of a maybe i did i think i kind of had to schmooze them over a little bit no way you can just part out a shit box like that without like getting some sort of confirmation so i was like mom dad i'm really gonna i'm gonna make it quick i'm just gonna take this thing apart i want the transmission and the swap parts so i can put it in (laughs) mine uh i've got pictures of it sitting without any axles or anything in my parents driveway (laughs) oh i've been there yeah i have been there it was a good time pulled that all out fortunately it is like the very beginning of the ax-15s 89 was like the first year you got an ax-15 instead of a peugeot uh Oh god. Yeah, and that's the transmission I run. I still run that thing. Uh, I had it. I had a 99 six or not 6 speed, pardon me. Standard. I think it was a 4 speed. I have no idea. Four I don't speed. remember now. They didn't make 5 speed for jerkies. I don't know, dude. What 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 came in the 99s? It was like some special transmission. Uh the 2000s up and maybe the 99s had the NV3550. Yeah, I think that was the one because I know that the day that I sold it that, that that's exactly what the kid came to buy it like buy it for. He bought it for fifteen. I bought it for seven hundred. He was like, "Oh yeah, I'm buying this just for the transmission." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense. You know, just a standard swap." He goes, "No, this is like a special kind." Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, "Fuck!" I'm like, <laughs> "Why'd you tell me this? Now I don't want to sell it yeah. to you." <laughs> no, they're, they're nothing too. They're nothing too special. They're. Uh, I think there's like pros and cons to them. 
I've never really heard of either, either of them having problems. Uh, Is that the one that needs like special transmission fluid to shift no, well they, or something? They both do. They're both supposed to not just not GL five. That's the only thing I'm pretty sure. Is just otherwise it eats away at the. Uh, what the fuck are they called? I don't know why I can't think right now. Um, synchros, but you know, realistically, uh, with the way I shift, it probably doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> Can't find them, grind them. Yeah, they're getting ground down every time. I'm sure, especially that second gear one. That one's a little low. I should probably swap that one. Uh, but yeah, so I swapped that thing in, and that was a whole nother mess because that's 89 pedals in my Jeep, which is the later body style, right? So it's not the same pedal assembly at all. Um, we machined a pilot bushing because the you know, there's a difference between the old style and the new style input shafts on those transmissions. Uh, we machined it down with a drill. We put it. Oh, we put a I bolt. wouldn't expect anything less, honestly. Oh, I know, I know. We put a, <laughs> you know, typical like shitty. I'm not even gonna say redneck because I was living in fucking Marblehead, but like drill lathe thing with a bench grinder and a drill, and we turned both at and made it grind away and it wasn't straight or it wasn't circular at all but it fit the hole and uh nothing blew up eventually i discovered that you could buy the novak adapter which does the exact thing you're looking for for like seven dollars so i've since swapped it but it didn't it didn't break i mean we just put in uh an o'reilly's over an oversized bushing with the right input shaft size uh and then ground it down to fit and it worked didn't really care um, I don't know if that's why it makes that like I can't even describe the sound like the the clunk the clunking sound it does it's not clunking it's more like a whirring but only when it's like shifted weird I don't know it's got to be the clutch or something I don't think that's related but uh, it makes it's always made a funky noise since I swapped it in it's made that fucking noise um and I've rebuilt it multiple times with new bearings and shit like I don't know where that noise is coming from I have no idea but. Did all that work, and this goes back into the transmission swap, right? Well, it wasn't, it was a pain in the ass, but it wasn't too, too bad. Um, oh, oh, okay. I'm almost done with this, this, this complete oh, tangent, but, uh. No, it's great. I was listening. It was a fun story. <laughs> so to get, <laughs> to get rid of the chassis, we stripped everything out, and, like, we literally just had, like, the sheet metal of a Cherokee body. That's all we had. Uh, half of it because it was chopped I guess yeah um, yeah but it still had like the full length it was a full length Cherokee now we measured this Cherokee it is 13 feet and we figured if we got a 15 foot U-Haul box truck we oh, could put God. the Cherokee in the U-Haul box truck and transport it to wherever we needed the body to go uh, how the fuck are you going to get it in there it's really not that heavy we picked it up with four people oh my god yeah, so um the plan was to bring it to Dave's dad's house. Uh, I don't know why he wanted the body, but he wanted the body. Oh, no, he was planning on rebuilding it at some point. He was, like, past the point of wanting to sell it and was like, shit, I want it back. But I was like, I already have it, like, all the way apart. Like, it's it can't come back. Um, <laughs> so he wanted the body. He was dead set on having the body. So I was like, okay, well, let me get a 15-foot U-Haul box truck, and we'll put it in there, and you can bring it to your dad's, and when you're ready to build it, you can build it. Uh, well... U-Haul lies, and their 15-foot box trucks are only 12 and a half feet long. Oh, my God. 
What did you chop the so, nose off? No, the thing? so we couldn't close the door, uh, and so we just didn't close the door. Um, did you strap we, it down? We there's no place to strap it on the inside, uh, but we we oh we, it didn't fall God. out. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so we drove it through like two towns over um, through all those bumpy roads. Uh, if you if you come to Salem, you'd know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. The roads are abysmal, um, and it did yeah, fall out. Yeah, they're pretty bad. So, like, worse than like most people complain about roads. Like, we got road problems. Like, mm. you hit bumps, and sometimes it's it's worse than a class six. Sometimes uh, you don't always <laughs> see them. But yeah, we brought it over there, yanked it out, put it in his dad's backyard, and I think it sat there for about three years before his dad was like, "You need to get this thing the fuck out of here." Uh, so I think it's gone now. It's gone for good. Rip. Um, but the memories remain. It was uh, <laughs> probably one of my favorite ship boxes. Like, I don't think I've seen one that really compares to the level of like garbage that this thing was. I'm sure there are, but like nobody talks about them. Those are the fun ones. <laughs> so, did he paint this thing OD green or no? No, no, no. It actually. Oh, I didn't even get to that part. It was OD green, and then Dave painted it like monkey shit camo and OD like. It, OD Green oh, was the base God. layer for Monkey Shit Camo, so we've got a camo Monkey paint job. Monkey Shit Camo. It was like two, three different colors of brown, and then OD Green is the base layer, like with some showing through. I was like, Dave, why did you do that? It looked so cool before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, it was his Jeep. He could do what he wants with it. He he painted it. Uh, you know, it didn't look. It looked bad, but it could have been worse. It could have looked much much Monkey worse. Monkey Shit Green. I'm yeah. still trying to envision that in my head yeah it was gross um it's kind of like jacob's brown trucks monkey shit brown i don't know every brown <laughs> color is just monkey shit like i don't know brown cars worse than silver cars um who the fuck buys a brown car could be brown okay well first off chevy has a really nice champagne color that i do enjoy but it's not really brown it's champagne so it's more of a tan oh here uh, <laughs> i guess gold doesn't count uh brown like i'm talking straight up brown or tan for that matter Okay. Um, well, first off, Toyota has a tan Tacoma that is quite nice. It's kind of a brown. Uh, and it looks good. Oh, I guess and, like desert color. Yeah. Like I don't know, but that's like very. Humvees. Humvees are tan. I'm. Yeah, I know. That's. I don't know. Yeah, but like yep. I wouldn't choose. I'd be like, see that brown car? I want that one. I don't know. Imagine buying a yellow vehicle. Ugh, couldn't be me. Yeah, yeah. You know, just drive around with a fucking dandelion. Um... <laughs> you have a yellow vehicle. I know. What do you I know, mean? I know. I, mean, I, I fucking hate yellow too. By the way, I really don't like really? yellow. <laughs> no, I'm not a fan of yellow or silver. Really, I I only have. The truck... Wait, what? No, I don't like any other. I don't like colors. I... The truck is my favorite. I like it because it's not. It's just black. It's, black. it's normal. Same. Um, I like my Jeep, my truck for that. They're just plain colors. Yeah, I don't know. White's kind of. I couldn't do white. I couldn't do. I mean, I could do white. I, I say that. I'm just overly picky. I just like to shit on things until I have it, and then I'm not. Then why don't you it. like brown if you like shitting on things? Uh, because. Um, that's not the same. Uh, <laughs> it's not monkey shit. Got it. Yeah. Much. Sure. I only monkey shit specifically monkey shit Brown. Um, yeah, I, uh, I don't 
know. I guess that's enough of me criticizing colors. Tell me what your least favorite color is in the uh, in the next podcast post, whatever we whatever it is. Um, Hopefully, it'll just be a picture of a monkey shitting. That'd be. I mean, that'd be acceptable. Too or we could do like can't... the Super Troopers monkey. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Well, tell me you know that reference. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> so in the movie Super Troopers, the like group that was like trafficking drugs through Vermont had like this like monkey like holding a banana between his legs and like it like squished it. I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's what made me think okay. of that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that didn't describe it at all, but I'll take your word for it. Um, I promise. I yeah. I'm gonna Google it. Oh God. <laughs> um, Google it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm sad for the uh, the vehicles that I've had that I've sold. So I get Dave's uh, remorse. Yeah, you've had a bond. You and Dave were probably very similar. Um, you, I felt oh, like your yeah. period of like owning shitboxes. I mean, it, it basically was because Jacob met you inadvertently trying to sell that fucking black one to uh, your buddy. The, yep. <laughs> That was hysterical. You guys we drove, drove how long to go look at that piece of shit? Uh, we drove from Springfield there in his uh, <laughs> in his Wrangler, which was on like 37s and like a bro lift. It was hysterical. And the plan was, was I was going to drive it back home from Salem. So I was like, ah, you know, I don't think this is the best idea. Not to mention <laughs> our exhaust fell off on the way. So Jacob, because this is when he was at the storage units. Yep. yep. Um, Jacob had to like give us tools to put his exhaust back on because it sounded <laughs> terrible. It was so funny. That's hilarious. I think that still cracks me up to this day that you almost bought that thing. Ugh. Dude, imagine if imagine if Tessie still had it. You've been like, be wait wild. a second. I know yeah. that Jeep. Yeah. Like, we, I feel like we would have definitely crossed paths way sooner. I don't know why I wasn't there that day. Usually, I'm hanging around with them, or I was so. Uh, I guess because yeah. I remember hearing about him like trying to sell it to you guys too I heard about it but I never like I wasn't there I think Dave was there was there another person there no it was just Jacob just Jacob okay he seems to remember another person but he must not have been um, I don't know all I know is I took a piss right in front of the uh, storage unit like office because um, I had to pee so bad and we were waiting <laughs> for Jacob for like 30 minutes because he's terrible at times oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> Good times, good times. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that Jeep That's was what... a fucking riot, too. I mean, you wouldn't have died t- taking it back, but it would have been close. Uh, <laughs> did he give you the whole spiel about how he drove it to Maine, like, four hours there and back multiple times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, oh, yeah, gave he me was whole trying spiel. to upsell you, like, yeah, this thing's drivable, you can drive it to Maine. I've ridden in that thing. It was not drivable. Uh, I don't know how the fuck he did it. Yeah, he also, you know, was like, oh, dude, Rocky Mountain Terrain Park is sick. That's where me and, like, this friend go wheeling. Like, he knows the whole place. He was talking about you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm pretty sure he probably showed me pictures of your Jeep at the time, too, but I just don't remember. (laughs) Yeah, that trip was... uh, Rocky Mountain Terrain Park was was something else. Uh... Every time we went there, it was some different chaos. Uh, always uh, self-inflicted. Um, we did two trips in the summer and one in the winter. Uh, the winter one was by far the most memorable. Um, the summer ones were fun for... I mean, it was just 
you know. Because you guys were able to take random cars out there and blow them up in the woods? No, no, no. We, the winter one is when we brought the Taurus. Brought my, we brought Dave's buddy's Ford Taurus up to Rocky Mountain with the explicit intention yeah. of beating it until it died. It's still there. Uh, it's the silver one with uh, the number three written on It's probably gone now. It's been driven over so many times. It's still in the same <laughs> fucking... It died in that spot, and it has stayed in that spot. Uh, I mean, I think it's been moved around because Jeeps would drive on it and, uh, like, ATVs and stuff, or UTVs, but, like, uh, it, that thing was just an absolute riot. We, he drove it. Um, we were doing... It's front-wheel drive, so we were just doing donuts yeah. and the thing for the longest time, uh, just having a blast. There was... Dave and his buddy were, like, arguing because he was like, well, it's my car. I want to drive it. Like, and he was like, well, you sold it back to me or some bullshit. They were all fighting, but uh, I, I got to drive it for quite a while while they were bickering about it. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Dave's buddy gets in behind the wheel of this thing, and there's this big, like... Um, water puddle thing that you in the summer you can drive through it it's like a it's a mud bog essentially but in the winter it was completely frozen over and it's just this massive like like curving ice thing and he just drives right on out and tries to turn to follow the ice (laughs) and it don't turn (laughs) so he slammed straight into a rock and punctured the radiator like Within ten minutes of getting behind the wheel of the thing, oh uh, come on! So I mean, we knew right then that like it was, the, our time was limited. So uh, <laughs> I think that, time did now destroy at that it. point. Dave had an excuse to take the wheel, so Dave grabbed the thing and was driving it from there on. Um, and basically, for the next hour, two hours, we just drove it until it didn't drive anymore, and then we popped the hood and shoveled snow onto it until it ran until it ran again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to like take it over the whoops. They've got some like whoops there. Um, and right like before it, there's a. It's got a, almost like you know when you go on a a ski trail, in the summer where yep. there's those like drainage trenches. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. he drove straight into one. Airbag oh, popped. No. It, it was hilarious. Uh, he was fine. Uh, <laughs> Ouch! So that does not sound fun. I don't. He, he didn't seem like he was hurt. Uh, he was fine. Um. Pulled it out, you know. It was the radiator was already smashed, so it wasn't the one wasn't the end of the world. Uh, and we just continued to drive that car until it would not go anymore. And then, <laughs> uh, I mean, we still had the jeeps and stuff too, so we just kind of played with that thing till it stopped running, uh, left it there, and then went around and 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 drove the jeeps. This is back when my jeep was on like 33s. Uh, Jacob had bald tires, so he couldn't do anything. Uh, although he'll claim otherwise. Um, and my buddy Tyler was there as well. So we had like a whole crew and Dave had his Jeep. Uh, and of course, I think we had spent, we spent two days there. And the second day we were wheeling till pretty late. And then I got, I didn't get stuck, but I was in like this awkward spot where I wanted to, to winch for some fucking reason. I don't even remember. I didn't even need to winch. I think I just fucking drove through it once I nutted up. But uh, Dave wanted to rescue me. So there was he this... wanted to rescue you. Oh yeah, he wanted to rescue me. So he was at the. There's two ways to get <laughs> to the top of this. Armor. Yeah, there's two ways to get to the top of this little like. It wasn't even. I guess it was a hill. Uh, and there's like a. A small. It's not even. It's not a valley, but it's a. It's a drop in between these two trails and between the the open area. Anybody who's been there could probably tell you what it is or where it is. It's really close to the entrance. Um, 
and Dave was trying to go up by by where that drop off sort of was, and I was sort of on the edge of it too. Like both of those trails converge, and there's this this sort of semi mild like hill downwards. So uh, I was at the top of it. He was at the bottom from the other trail, and he was going up. But that side is like more more rocky and. Um, it must have water flowing through it because it was covered in ice. There was like no traction. Uh, so somehow, and going down it, we've been going down it all day. We had no issues, but he had, we'd never gone up it. So Dave goes up it and gets himself fucked because he starts like sliding off of the edge and he can't move because if he moves, then it slides more. Uh, he can't get oh, out of Jesus. the driver's seat because that's the side that's like on the edge. Uh, so he was he got himself stuck and it's probably like six o'clock seven o'clock like sun was still no it must have been earlier because the sun was still up um and we were probably out there for four hours winching him sideways to try to get him holy shit off of that uh and to not roll the jeep off the edge uh because we had my winch on the front because when i assume as soon as soon as i got in the thing and started like actually driving it i drove it off of my little like spot that I was scared of and uh and I was fine and my buddy went behind so we had to winch like snatch block and this is all with my shitty winch by the way which you had to hold with like by hand on the outside that's like all these little details make the story um yeah yeah you had to hold the 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 I remember not really a clutch but it's like it's you know the lever you have to hold the the engagement lever and gear. Otherwise oh it would pop out. Oh my God. So somebody had to hold that. Uh, it's the middle of winter in Maine. So um, the sun went it's down cold. and it got cold, like really cold. And we're trying to like winch this thing out. We had spotlights at this point. The owner was out there with, uh, I don't know if we couldn't get the excavator up there or it wasn't running or something. So we couldn't do that. Um, but he was out helping us at that point, trying to get us off Dave's buddy's freaking out because he's like, I gotta be home at nine. It's already like <laughs> way past nine, but it's not happening. <laughs> yeah, so we, we had to like shimmy him back, and then eventually we got to a point where he was close, but we couldn't pull him sideways anymore. He had to like gun it forward, which is sketchy in itself because you have to, uh, you know, then you're potentially putting yourself in a position to slide off. I think we kept the witch yeah. lines on him um, to kind of hold it steady but the entire thing was sketchy it was so slick uh and see that's just i don't know that makes winter wheeling seem super fun every time i think of like winter wheeling or snow wheeling i think of of that scenario where it's just absolute rigid like miserable conditions but i don't know there's just something about it i love the cold I, i can't do like hot fuck that i'll sit in the freezing cold forever though i'm all about that agreed i'm i totally totally fucking agree yeah so (laughs) we get back in and jacob and um a couple guys had been like out i was working my winch mainly um and i i think i switched off with some guy holding the 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 um engagement lever for a period or like told him to get in because he looked frozen um so we get back to the cabin or the lodge and Jacob's boots have like three inches of ice on them. And it was like <laughs> rounded. Like he couldn't stand. 
Because <laughs> there is so much fucking ice on these things. Oh, it was an absolute fucking riot. Uh, it's trips like that that uh, those those are amazing. Rocky Mountain, uh, pretty good time. I haven't been there in forever. I'd love to. Uh, we should go back now that your G's bigger. I, it probably would be less fun now that my G's bigger, but I I'm definitely down. Like if people want to go, um, to give it a shot. It's been so long. The guy is super chill. Um, I have, like I said, I haven't seen much of like the upper part of the property. It's like the only time I went was when we were in like little tiny jeeps, like with, with mm-hmm. no knowledge of how to wheel. Like going back now would be, I'm sure it would probably be underwhelming. But it does have like a little whoop section. Like it could be kind of neat. There's pictures of, like shit just absolutely fucking bombing off of some of the jumps they've got, or like they have jumps, not jumps, oh, but we... like it's you know it's it's a I don't know what the fuck you call them. The, yeah, the like rolls. Whoops. Yeah, yeah, like whoops. moguls. It's, yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much yeah. what it is. There's two of them, but they're pretty sizable. Like, they're not little. Like, you could just hit that at, I don't know what speed you need to take off, like 30 and probably get some air, 40 and probably go pretty far. Like, you bring Colin is what you're saying. Well, you can, but his Jeep will shit. probably fall in half because there's no, uh, like, landing. Like, you just hit. So, have fun. Um, <laughs> that's, that's funny. Uh, I love that. That's actually so. The guy I bought the J20 from uh, has a yellow Cherokee, or sorry, yellow Comanche, and yeah. there's a picture on the Rocky Mountain site. I'm pretty sure, maybe not, maybe it's on his site, but I think it might be on the Rocky Mountain site of this thing jumping, of his Comanche jumping that thing. And I saw the aftermath of it. It was not good. Uh, the front end was fucked. Um, <laughs> he, he was working on that when we bought the J20 from him. So, and Luke could probably chime in because he kind of knows the guy. Um, Two. I think he knows. Oh yeah, Richie does too. Guy, I, thought. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know if they're on the bestest of terms, but uh, I the, know the guy to live with me. Oh no, shit! Wait, yeah, so what? You, you know him pretty well. He lived at my house for a little, quite a little while. I think it was like the last few months of school or some shit. Oh shit! So you actually know him? Know him? Yeah. No, like he used to sleep less than five feet from me. That's pretty wild. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah well, I, saying that when Graham bought the uh, the J truck, but no one really... He wasn't here for that episode, you know? Graham wasn't here there. Yeah, I wasn't there for that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there's a, that's story time. I just uh, talked for about 50 minutes. Anybody else have anything to uh, add? Any stories? Since we don't really have any real content to talk about, we got no tech really. And I guess I so, talked about the YJ, but I could talk about the makeshift rally that me and a few friends put on. That was pretty fun. So a buddy of mine lived out in the boonies of Massachusetts, uh, western side of the state, and he had a Volkswagen Jetta that he bought for dirt cheap. I mean, like two hundred bucks dirt cheap. And we used to slam this thing around his property because he had a big field that we made like a quad trail on. And he thought it was funny when he would just slam this thing around it. And it, it was pretty gnarly. There was whoops. There was all sorts of different things. So we came up with the good idea to buy a bunch of these shitbox cars and then race them and like demo derby them. <laughs> and it was a really, really fun time. But I remember one of my buddies got like really bad whiplash because somebody pit maneuvered him. Then the other guy behind him did see him when he was coming around the corner and it like all kind of ended there very sadly because we were all having fun except for the guy who now just got fucked up in a head-on collision um yeah yeah sounds about right. beating up shitbox cars is a, a really good time 
It really doesn't take much to entertain us. You really don't. How about you, Richie? I haven't done shit. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Tell the story about when you accidentally launched your dodge over a median. <laughs> over, over a snowbank? No, it was over... Remember the curb when you ran out... Your brakes went out as you were going off the highway or whatever? And you jumped a curb, I thought? Yeah, no, I, I remember now. I remember. Well, be, no, because there was a time I did actually accidentally fully launch my truck into the air. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so what you're talking about, Cody, is my truck was having fucking this thing where it would decide to randomly turn off and it, I couldn't get it to turn back on for like a half hour. Like it had to just sit there. And, um,. What do you call it? Uh, I ended up finding out eventually that it was a series of bad CPS sensors. But I was going down uh, the Route 6 hill in Plymouth towards uh, Route 8. And right yep. at the very top of the hill, fucking the truck turned off. I'm like, fuck. I tried, you know, first thing I tried was put the thing into park while slamming the brake pedal as hard as I could. And all you, all I could hear was this super, super fast clicking yeah. from the, uh, the parking pin. So I, I put the truck back down to neutral. I'm like, well, something's going to fucking just snap if I keep doing that. So I'm sitting there and I'm trying to pump the brakes, but it's not doing anything. I'm, ju I'm just gaining speed. And I got... Uh, my sister's in the middle seat and I have Preston in the passenger seat. So your we're... second sister? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're just flying down the fucking hill. Now, right next to the on-ramp for northbound is uh, a parking lot for the, uh, the parking ride. And thank God it was fucking empty because I hit that, the corner of the, uh, the grassy area there at probably 50 60 miles an hour and i just launched right up to fucking grass into the parking lot i'm fucking just flying through the parking lot i hop the curb on the far side of the parking lot go down the little the little grass hill there right into uh the fence that's guarding a uh transfer station or something like that so, something big and electrical right there well transfer station is for trash so electrical transfer station I don't know I've only ever heard of a transfer station going for trash so I don't, I don't know it was something big and electri electrically involved I don't know what it is <laughs> but Christ my sister and Preston were fucking screaming the whole way down the hill and I'm just panicking because no power steering, no power brakes. And then once the truck finally came to a stop, that's when I proceeded to freak the relevant fuck out. I'm like, oh my god, we just almost died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I remember but... you telling me that story like a year and a half afterwards and you still had all the emotions from it. And it was very funny <laughs> to hear it then. <laughs> Oh god, yeah. Like it it still gets me, man. 
traffic and so many fucking cars. And then I ended up having to sit there for like three hours to wait for a tow truck. And two of those hours was with a bunch of cops and everything because people were fucking calling it in left and right. Say so, that there's a runaway truck full of children? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So it, it was a huge shit show. And then I, I thought you were talking about when um when I actually jumped my truck. Up no, in, I haven't heard that story. I just put my 35s onto the truck and I just reinstalled the four, uh, the front drive shaft. So I finally had four wheel drive in the truck with the 35. So I'm fucking Mr. Big Dick swinging now. And then, you know, I'm up on a dirt road driving around with a bunch of people. Someone says, Hey, I bet I can get to this spot quicker than you if I go on the main road and you go on the dirt road. Because the dirt road wasn't plowed. So I'm like, all right. sounds like a recipe for disaster. Can I just start off with that? Yeah, well, shut up. (laughs) It looked like from a quick glance that there was only a few inches of snow on the dirt road. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. No problem. Let's fucking go. I hit the dirt road at like 30, 40 miles an hour and instantly... I realized I fucked up because the snow was above my uh, my center caps. Oh, God. But I kept trucking. I made it all the way through. I thought I fucked myself a few times, but I made it all the way to the top of the really fucking tall hill. And I start going down the hill, and I see that the, uh, the town just made a giant fucking snow pile across the end of the road because mm-hmm. they don't plow the dirt road I'm like ah oh, I gotta hit that at like 50 to just fucking blast through the snow because it's all powder we just it just snowed <laughs> and it's like 10 feet before I fucking hit the snow pile guys it dawned on me that it was the snow from the entire winter oh that had- god cycles of melting and freezing. freezing. Oh, no. So, I hit this giant frozen pile of fucking snow at what must have been close to 40, you know, plus or minus a bit. And I did not hit it fucking square at <laughs> all. Oh, so, the fucking truck just gets completely airborne. And then it starts in rotating. I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. And it comes down so fucking hard on just my front driver's corner. And then I just kind of skidded to an awkward stop. And I just parked the truck. I'm like, okay, I'm fucking done. (laughs) My buddy that I had with me, he had one of the fucking giant 40-ounce beer cans. Yeah. That fucking got all over the truck. I was stone cold sober, and I smelt like I was bathing in beer. Uh, Because you actually were. My my, my (laughs) truck's fucked up. I'm going to get pulled over on the way home. I'm going to get fucking a DUI because I smell like a brewery. What the fuck? What the fuck? Truck, surprisingly, 
was completely drivable. So wow. what ended up happening was after like six or seven years, I finally blew a rough country shock. Damn. Front and six I, years to blow a rough country? I feel like that's impossible. It was six years after I put in the uh, rough country shocks in the front. Maybe that's when they were still selling quality parts. It, it must have been. <laughs> the other side was still fucking good. It was just the one side that I landed on. It completely blew itself apart. Yeah, well, that's... And then the, the front axle was fucking U-shaped. When was that? Was that uh, near the end of its life or nor- more like middle of its life? This truck sounds like it's seen a lot. I know um, it had. I remember it, but I don't like. I don't remember. I don't. I want to know the timeline. <laughs> <laughs> Probably two winters before I sold the truck. So like two and a half years or so before I sold the truck. Gotcha. So I probably saw it with with the bent it. front end. Did you fix the front end or just leave it bent? Um, no. I took my dad's fucking snap-on impact from like the 80s and just sat there oogadooging it until I got tired. Um, for the axle? To to do what were you looking to unbend? What are you unbending with a snap-on impact? Sorry, I I, I not explain myself. Yeah, no. So, So, Overall, the axle still functioned normally, but over time, I noticed that my front diff started getting really sloppy. So my solution to that was to just tighten the ever-living fuck out of the pinion mount. Oh, oh fuck. So you, you crushed the crush washer till it was now just a normal washer. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, I really should have stated that. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, that was very confusing. It's like I bent my <laughs> axle, so I took the impact gun till it didn't impact anymore. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, I. Th- that's what I did, and then like two days later, I sold the truck. Because <laughs> it, it was right. It was just before I decided to get rid of my truck that I. Uh, that I picked up a set of Dodge One Tons for the truck. Because the Dodge One Tons were a direct bolt in option to get one ton axles underneath the truck. Because it was just. Yeah, a, but they're Dodge One Tons, so they're still kind of junky. Yeah, but even it's going under one Dodge, tons. so it's fine. It's just bolt it, in. Dodge One Tons are not the best One Tons to use, but they were zero fabrication to put them under the truck. Legitimately bolt-in axles. Bolt-in yeah. one-tons, one might say. All, all the sprain perches and all the leaf perches all lined up. Control arms all lined up. So it was just on bolt, get some new hardware, throw the shit in. Yeah, can't beat that. I'm impressed. I didn't even know any of that, so that's pretty cool to know. Yeah, uh, Luke's the one that um, taught me that. That makes sense. The body style was the same. I do feel bad for the chick that bought the truck. 
did you sell it to a woman that was like trying to daily it or some shit? Maybe. Oh nope. my god, you were fucking terrible. It's funny you mentioned that because the there was the person who bought my GMC literally like same thing. It was just this high school girl like a oh, poor thing who who wanted a truck. And I was like, "Well, here's a cheap truck. Like if you want it, that's up to you. Like I'm not going to make you buy it because Well, I... th- that's the thing is this chick hit me up. She uh she set up a time to check out the truck. She fucking test drove test drove the truck and everything. And then she was like, "Yeah, I really like it. I'd like my uh my buddy to check it out because he does mechanic work on the side. I'm like, if you want, he checks the truck out. He drives it. He's like, oh yeah, it's great. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I this guy's retarded. <laughs> highly suggest um getting a new front axle. I'll even give you these axles. I didn't tell him it was one ton axles. I was like, yeah, take them. <laughs> Just that way, I didn't have to fucking deal with them myself. <laughs> And uh, the chick gave me full asking price, like, did not talk me down or nothing. Damn. And just wow. drove off into the sunset. Sounds like a dream with a second-gen Dodge. <laughs> no, it's a nightmare. I really miss that truck. I I never wake up from a nightmare thinking, I, wow, I'm sad that I just woke up. So, <laughs> masochism i guess i guess i'm just not into it enough i don't know <laughs> damn it i was having a horrible time i wish i was still fucking asleep yeah i, I really miss that truck god i hate being happy this sucks <laughs> no, no so so with all the fucking problems i had with that truck it never once let me down no it just jumped you over a wall over a snowbank i mean you drove it home after uh not the tow truck one but no so there was quite a few times where i had to tow the truck home but it's like every time like i needed to get somewhere or like some shit was hitting the fan and i had to go do stuff it always got me going it always worked for me until it didn't yeah, but I mean the the times it didn't versus the times it did. Fucking, there's no comparison. Plus the fact that you know it was my first vehicle. Fucking, I did all kinds of side work with it, and then I started driving it into trees and shit. And I'm like, no, I can't do that. I gotta start fixing it up. And then I'm like, nope, fucking back into the trees. Oh my god. Like the the truck went to the top of Ma Bell. Wow, back when Ma Bell was tiny, tiny. Yeah, well, I mean, it was a year and a half before I, or maybe a year before I went up to Ma Bell for the first time in my Jeep with the club. Okay, so not that small, but I mean, like, even as I've been going there, Ma Bell has been changing. No, yeah. Oh yeah, like I'm I'm not arguing that, but it's, I'm I'm not saying it's it was like five years ago. I mean, like, it was three years ago, I think. No, you've been with the club longer than that. No, I've been with the club for like four years, and I've done use from the club. I you were a prospect at the same time. What do you mean, Richie? I've only been with the club for three years, 2019. Nah, weird. Yeah. 
It's been like 2018 for me. No, you uh, you started with a club to go topless stay before I did. Yeah, I think Richie was like new of it, but I don't think he actually joined till later because he didn't have a Jeep. Yeah, oh, he rode I, with I, Luke. I, I'd gone out with Luke once or twice in 2018 with the club, but I wasn't a member of the club or even prospecting until the end of 2019. Weird. I didn't know that. No, it was like August or... You were in a backyard again then? <laughs> <laughs> but it was like backyard again. 2018. I I brought my truck all the way to the top of my bell. Wow, I never knew that. Yeah, I still got pictures somewhere. I, I can send them to you later. I even took some sexy poses on the truck. Uh, you can say those. I don't. I don't need those. Appreciate the offer, though. <laughs> it was Morgan's idea. Okay, sounds about right. <laughs> Morgan was very upset with Jess that she did not want to go, so she was like, "You're going to take sexy pictures out of the truck and send them to Jess to make her feel bad." I'm like, "Yes, ma'am." <laughs> See, this is why Graham. As your photographer, I will never ask you to take sexy pictures. Just throwing it out there. Those will not become your profile pictures. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciated. Hey, all uh, right. We have to pull you to if sexy you got pictures. It, you flaunt it. That's all I can say. <laughs> Does anybody else have anything to add before this gets worse? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think no. I think a good story. Hopefully, we'll enough. be back to. Uh, back to normal next week um, and have some more more stuff to talk about I know hopefully Luke will be a little less busy I know he's been dealing with some bullshit on his Jeep and uh, just a bunch of stuff that I'm sure he'll want to he'll want to talk about although he does a lot of complaining nowadays not a lot of fucking fixing he'll call me <laughs> up and be like oh I'm gonna fix my cross member it's breaking off I was like well he, put a better he allegedly took care of his tea case tonight <laughs> Yeah, oh. I heard that. Uh, well, we'll hear from him when the time comes then, when he feels like actually joining us on a podcast instead of abandoning us. Like, Oh, don't word it like that. He didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did it. He was working on the Jeep. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, it's justifiable, yeah. too. I've done that. To be uh, fair, I think Luke has the best attendance record, so maybe. I'll maybe. cut him some slack. Yeah, he probably does. <laughs> I definitely don't. Uh, and you guys have both missed some here and there. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much for listening. We appreciate every single one of you. We do apologize for missing the last week's episode again. We're very, very sorry to Sam and the uh, the Laser Daddy, if you will. We do apologize. We will have another episode with them, whether it be individually or whether it be that we'll have both of them on. So stay tuned for that. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening, and please stay tuned for the next one.